Advent, Gloriously Ordinary, The Christmas Story Unwrapped Over 25 Days. Well, can you believe it, folk? Morning 19 of Advent, Advent podcast, and uh, it's a glorious morning, and we are having fun. And uh, one of the great things, as I mentioned yesterday, is having so many different people through doing these podcasts with me. It keeps me, uh, keeps me young. This morning, I've got Janet Jarvis. Janet, good morning. Hello, Grant. Thanks for asking me to come along. Uh, absolute pleasure. Now, uh, this morning, we're looking at two cousins who are both pregnant at the same time. That's right. Give me some background. Okay, we've got Elizabeth and Mary who are pregnant at the same time. Um, and it's interesting, Grant, for 400 years, God was silent. No prophecies, nothing. And the first time he speaks after 400 years is to Zechariah, Elizabeth's husband, when the angel Gabriel appeared to Zechariah and told him that he was going to have a long, this long-awaited child that he and Elizabeth had been waiting for. And just to give you a bit of background in terms of God's timing, Zechariah was a descend, is a descendant of um, Aaron, and there were many, many descendants. So they would take the priesthood and they would divide them into groups. And it so happened that each group had only two weeks in a year to go and serve in the temple. And they drew lots, and Zechariah, it was his lucky day, and then he went to the holy place to go and offer um, a sacrifice, and Gabriel appeared to him. And Gabriel said to him, Zechariah, do not be afraid, because you can imagine, he was a bit scrucked when he saw this angel. You're always scared when you see angels. There you go. Hey? <laughs> and he said, Elizabeth will bear this, a son, you will call him John, and there will be great rejoicing at his birth. Man, and I, he's almost hit the jackpot. It's like hitting the lotto. It's unusual. He, he's fortunate. He draws the long straw. But after the angel, in a sense, says what he wants to hear, he duffs it. I mean, his response is, he says to the angel, how can I be sure of this? Hey, Grant, and I wonder if we wouldn't have done the same. I mean, Zechariah was actually quite advanced in his years, and so was Elizabeth. They reckon she, the scholars think she was anywhere between 60 and 80 years of age. And so they probably didn't have nookie nookie very often. So he, prob he forgot about Sarah and Abraham, and yes, he doubted. Phew, that's amazing. That's amazing. So what does God do? He says, through Gabriel, he says to Zechariah, okay, I'll give you a son. I'm going to make sure that you are mute until your son is born. And so, so, so everything is on pause then. The pause button hit, and he just waits. And, and, and now we've got Elizabeth. We've got Zechariah, who's not speaking. And we've got the about-to-be-born John. Now, I know you've done some research into those names. Yes. It took some obedience on Zechariah's part, though, because after his encounter with the angel, he went home and he made love to Elizabeth, and she did fall pregnant. And if I look at the names, the name Zechariah means Yahweh remembers. So God had not forgotten his, his um, prophecy in Malachi that he would send a forerunner for the Messiah. Elizabeth means oath of God. So that speaks of God's promise. And John speaks of God being as gracious. And so just in those names, we can see how God intervened in this whole situation. Just reminds me of a, a verse in Second Peter where Peter writing to the church says, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Now look, I know there's, there's, there's a difference between our calendar or timetable or stopwatch and God's, but, but 400 years is a long time. Yes, it is. And to wait to 60 to conceive is also a long time. 
But what I love about this story and what's coming home to me is the fact that it shows the goodness and the graciousness of God. For sure. You know, if, if, if things happen easily in our lives, we don't appreciate often the fact that God is good and He's just He's fulfilling promises. And sometimes we've just got to wait. Definitely, Grant. I mean, they asked for a son, and God didn't just give them a son, but He gave them the forerunner to the Messiah. So God actually gives abundantly beyond what we ever could ask for or think of. And it also speaks to me about impossible things that actually do happen. Our God is a God of the impossible. And I just want to encourage our listeners today, don't think that God has forgotten you and whatever your seemingly hopeless situation is. Just keep on faithfully waiting and trusting. And God will break through in his time, in his way, and it will be a huge demonstration of his sovereignty. Lovely. What a wonderful story for Advent. Advent, as you know, we've said it's, it's the coming, it's waiting for the coming of the Messiah. And this story just, it just captures everything that, about that, that we, we just wait for the God who is faithful and who will, at, in the right time, at the right season, do what he needs to do for us. And so, folks, can I just, as we, as we close, Janet, thanks for coming in. It's been so lovely to just go through this double pregnancy with you, with the, with the cousins, <laughs> and just learn so much. I've just found it absolutely fascinating, and I'm sure the listeners have just absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it. So thank you so much, and until tomorrow morning, guys, go well and seize the day and enjoy your Advent time. Bye, everyone.